he sees that I have the seatbelt on now. Duh. And he's like uh, smiling. He goes, you didn't have your seatbelt on. <laughs> and I, I was like, I got nothing to say. I'm like, you're right. I didn't. <laughs> Sorry. Welcome back to Unfiltered. There we go. Hi. DJ and I are messing around with buttons behind the scenes here. And um, well, hold up, hold up. Before you get into, you have to introduce me. I'm I'm a guest. I'm a guest on the podcast. You're acting like I'm I'm just here. It's not the JJ and Melanie podcast anymore. It's 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 Melanie Unfiltered with Melanie or Melanie Unfiltered. I don't even what is it? It's Unfiltered with Melanie. Goodness. You're the uh, one who messes me up every time. Do you remember the last episode? I was right, by the way. You were right. I was right. I can't that. remember what you were right about. I've been wrong yeah. with so many things with so many other people since then. I can't remember what I was wrong with specifically yeah. with you. I'm often yeah. wrong. I found often. I'm often yeah. wrong. Yeah, that's fine. Um, okay, well, welcome back. JJ mm. is uh, J- JJ. Are you Jason Laborde on the air? I don't remember. Or are you just JJ? I'm JJ Laborde mm-hmm. on the oh, air. JJ when I'm on Laborde. the air, I'm not. I'm not on the air. I'm a. I'm behind the scenes. Let's get that straight. You're on the air a lot. I feel no, like no, no. It was, oftentimes it was... I see on your Instagram that you're filling in for Angeline well, Tetaweo. Right. On uh, yeah. The block on CBC. Yeah, the the thing is though is that uh it it really isn't that much. It's, you know, it's it's what you would expect as a person that fills in. It's right. whenever she's got covid, which seems to be every second week despite being vaccinated 10 times, uh I'll leave the commentary for that over here. Um but uh, or when she's on vacation. So, uh okay. that said, I have not caught the rona as yet. I know. Not yet. Neither have I. No. And you're uh, you're unvaccinated. No, I had to get two, or they would have fired me. Remember? Oh, right, right. Okay, I forgot about that. So you got them. Yeah. But I stopped at two. Man, fucking knock on wood, please. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we got we got off to a pretty messy start there. Sorry about that. But yes, mm. welcome back to the podcast. JJ is guest starring, guest guest hosting with me. Hosting. But he's he's just he's my buddy. He's gonna show up. Uh, I'm just going to show up too, cause I don't do this consistently anymore, but thank you for missing us because, mm-hmm. uh, when we dropped the last episode, fat boobs, um, fat boobs. I got, a, I got a lot of DMS, by the way, if you are doing a podcast, you should, you should put a really cool title on it, like fat boobs. Cause as it turns out, it, it spikes a lot. Yeah. You should, yeah. you should call this one, no matter what we talk about, you should call it fat boobs too. You know what? Maybe we should change the podcast to Fat Boobs. Let's do it. With Melanie. With Melanie. Melanie's <laughs> Fat Boobs. Oh, God. I got, yeah, a lot of people were uh, checked out that episode. I, I'm sure because of the title of it. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, so knock on wood that you haven't gotten it yet. I know you probably don't want to get into a whole bunch of that, but my girlfriend actually has it right now. And, yeah. And, uh, man, she's sick. Oof. Yeah. Like, really bad. She's going to be okay? Yes. She will. Yes. But it's just, you know, it's always hard to see your friends go through stuff like that. And she, mm. she kind of described it like, cause everyone else describes it as like now, I don't know. I haven't really been paying attention to the numbers or what's going no, on. Me neither. I'm completely checked out, but, um, 
you know, a lot of people were describing it as like a cold and stuff. She described it as like all of the flus in one. Like you kind of get all of the things. You, you know, get, here's you the, the nausea, thing. You get the fever, you get the this, and then you're really tired and everything is yeah. achy and then you feel like a cold and then you get bronchitis. And like, she's just going through like the gamut of flus and colds all in one smackaroonie. Is it gamut or gauntlet? I think it's gauntlet. No, it's you not. run the gauntlet. Maybe oh, I'm wrong. Man. We'll I Google it later. Gamut. You can be right yeah. the next time again. Uh, yeah, you know, and and there, th- that's the thing is that uh, it seems that this whole uh, this whole thing uh, reacts to everybody differently. Yeah. Lo and behold, because yeah. I'm not a sick kind of a person. You know. Do you get anxiety when you get sick? No, I don't. I've only really? been like truly like I've only had a flu mm. once when I was seven, but I think that was from bad chicken McNuggets, and I've never been able to go back to chicken McNuggets. It was the eighties, and I was like, nope, never again, really? because either it was a flu or the chicken McNuggets, and I don't want to. I don't care to find out which it was. And then, can uh, you do like, chickens though? what's that? Can you do McChickens though? Well, that's like a big chicken McNugget, isn't it? That's all it, it is. really is, isn't it? Uh, yeah, and layered with mayo and lettuce between a bun. It's funny, isn't that? That's mind over matter because it is just one big chicken McNugget. It really Yet is. I can do it. Really? I mean, I don't, obviously. Look at this body. But, I mean, you know, if I, <laughs> dad if I wanted to, I definitely could. Um, and then I, I, I like uh, uh, two years, maybe like a year and a half before the pandemic even happened. I, I I think I told you this. This this coworker came up to me and and she I had heard that she was at home sick with a flu and she came up to me early in the morning and I looked at her like, why are you getting so close? You got the flu and she before I could say that she said, don't worry, I'm over it. I'm past contagious. Next day, I'm like in bed with the cold sweats. I went to I had to go into the the, the walk in clinic and do all yeah. the things. But those are the only two times. And really, it may have been only once. And maybe maybe I got the Rona before Rona was even a thing. Maybe that's yeah. what happened to me back in 2018. Yeah, I kind of think so, too, because yeah. I've been, you know, dodging it like crazy. Yeah. yeah, I used to get I used to get sick a lot, though. I used to get the flu uh, once a year. Like, as a yes, kid. I know. Oh, and then as an adult, because I would often have to fill in for you by myself. Yeah. But never quite as bad as I did when I was a kid. Like when I when I was a kid, it was like the throwing up flu, you know, that oh, kind of flu where you're yeah, vomiting for like three or four days. It's like really bad. You can't eat yeah. that whole thing. Knock on wood, I haven't had anything like that in my adult life. I've been very well, sick. That's flu, not true. Not the, not the, well, except for drinking. Well, that and do I need to bring it up? What? Poo oh, fingers. the white <laughs> What was it called again? Yeah. Well, well, uh, what was, what was it, it called again? again? What's it? I can't remember. Uh, you did. Shit, I can't remember. Yes, shit's called? a part of it for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's poopy fingers. Gro- anyway. gro- Grona? Groated? Decroated? I can't remember. I can't remember. Gruesome? Yeah. I didn't. Th- yeah. I, well, I can't. Yeah. Guarna. The- oh. Guardia. Guardia. Yeah. I was one. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Gordia, that's right. Gordia, yes, that was a special extra thing. That not, was extra special. Like, that wasn't. You just, a, you just don't catch that. You got to go looking for it. 
<laughs> you gotta have sex on the beach for that one. Gross. <laughs> yes. Oh shit. Yeah, that was a you know that's a that's a different thing. But I just mean from the flu. I haven't had a flu that made me like has made me throw up. No. Like that. Yeah. Anyways, my girlfriend is having a lot of anxiety just because, you know, I know that feeling. Like you get, I feel like I get scared when I get sick. I'm a little bit of a hypochondriac, you know. You scared you won't of, get over it? Yeah. Like I'm always just like so I, I I could hear it in her in her voice. Like she's so solid normally, you know, she's my mm. like spiritual teacher. And uh I could just hear she's shaking up, you know, feeling bad for her because she's just scared. She's like, you know, it's been nine days and you know, I, I don't know how long people take for this. And she's reading about it, you know, and stuff. And I, I just feel bad because I know that feeling. Ugh. What's her name? Can you say it? She's been on the podcast before, Moyo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Maureen. Yeah, yeah. Get well, Maureen. We're rooting yeah. for you. Rah, rah. You'll be okay. Rah, rah. <laughs> she is going to be okay. She's You'll tough. be okay. Um, but yeah, thank you everyone who's been sending messages after that Fat Boobs episode, getting back to that, because mm. uh, it, you know, I, I like, I, I know I, we haven't, I haven't been consistent, and JJ certainly hasn't been consistent on this podcast. Uh, but he is my guest now, so he can do whatever he wants. But um, I do apologize. You know, I, like I said, I'm just going to drop them in whenever whenever there's time or we feel like me or another guest jumping in. Yep. Um, so I'm sorry it's not consistent. But, man, yeah, you do. guys show a lot of love when the episodes go out. And I, yeah. I really appreciate it. it. It warms my little heart a lot. Yeah. And your fat boobs. And my <laughs> Warms them. <laughs> my fat boobs. Um, I'm in a bit of a mood, JJ. I'm in a b- bit of a mood. What happened to you? I got a ticket. You got a ticket? Oh, damn it. I feel like getting a ticket, like, it's like I'm too much of an adult now, you know? I shouldn't be getting tickets. I'm mad at myself. Like you shouldn't get carded at the liquor store? You shouldn't get speeding tickets? Something Same like thing? that, yes. Right. Like, it should no longer be a thing in my life. You know? So you didn't you didn't pull one of those uh, cannonball run twos moves. Remember Cannonball Run? No. You don't remember that movie Cannonball Run? No. Where the, it's the, the the two hot models in the Lamborghini and they're speeding and they get pulled over and the one zips down her little thing and the cops like oh, oh shucks go ahead ladies and then in Cannonball Run two yeah. they try and do it again but it's a lady cop. Oh, that's, that's not going to work. Yeah. Some people are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Other people are going to be like, Cannibal Run, he's old. And well, you're right. It's funny. Yeah, I don't remember that. Um, but I, it's, <laughs> I had that conversation, though, like in my head, like, I wish that I'm, I'm grateful it wasn't a, a female cop. And then I thought for a second, well, I actually don't know if I feel like that because you know, like, I feel intimidated, like when a cop pulls me over. You know, it doesn't matter if it's a female or a male. I still get all shaky and nervous and shit. I don't And I don't know why. Like, I shouldn't. Are you afraid they're going to rough you up? No. Well, I mean, a, a male cop. Yeah, I, I don't want to, you know, I just. Well, if it's how it's you feel, a, that's valid. You don't worry about offending cops. They'll be fine. No, I'm not worried about offending. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't want to say that like so you know i just don't know what it is i really haven't been able to put my finger on it because i haven't spent a lot of time with cops you know Mm. it's these small little spurts in my life where i've had tickets and been stopped and stuff and i have had a a few uncomfortable situations with them 
that have made me a little leery of like, hmm, it's just me and you out here. Yeah. You know, bothers me a little bit. But um, yeah, I'm not quite sure if I prefer female or male. But in this situation, I um, I oh, I didn't have my seatbelt on. On it. What? Like, what I know. Who doesn't? It's not the '70s. People drive with their seatbelts now. That's totally a thing. I know. This is and the I'm dinging. Saying. How could you stand the dinging? I just tuned it out. Wow. I know. You I, and that's me is why different. I'm, so mad at myself like duh who doesn't wear a seatbelt? did the dinging go away is that what happened no. or just like mentally you just kind of went Pew, not happening it goes away after a while i think right. i'm not really sure i mean like i haven't really like once in a while i forget it but it's so it's not often um and i was just you know it's the typical i was just going around the corner i was mm. in a super rush i was going to do a photo shoot for my company and I was trying to catch the sunlight at the right time. Oh. But I thought, I'm going to get a coffee first because I need my coffee. And so I was rushing around the corner to get the coffee. But like with two minutes from my house, I'd right. say like a kilometer and a half, you know. And I just had all these kimonos and my dog and camera and just I was all flustered. And um, I just forgot. And he was like way on the other side. I don't even know how he spotted the fact that I was not wearing a seatbelt. You don't live I in a in a you don't live in a huge neighborhood. Maybe he's like, you know, he he zoned in on you. He's been scouting. He's been waiting for this opportunity. There she is. I was wearing a very boobs. Boob, I was wearing a very boobsy shirt. Yeah. Well, there you go. Which is I I think you know in part why it, it helped me it, to some degree. It helped me. Because he pulled me over. To some degree or to every degree. How much was I... the ticket? <laughs> How much was it supposed to be? Well, so I put the seatbelt on because I was like, shit, he saw yeah. me. And I put the seatbelt on thinking he's not going to come, though. Yeah. Sure enough. And he's on a bike. He's a motorcycle cop. Which you like. So, sure. So he pulls up. <laughs> I don't know why. I was just like, how did you see me from way over there in your motorcycle? Anyways, he comes up and he's like, he sees that I have the seatbelt on now. Yeah. Duh. And he's like, uh, smiling. He goes, you didn't have your seatbelt on. <laughs> and I, I was like, I got nothing to say. I'm like, you're right. I didn't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's what I said. And he was like, uh, you know, he's like, there's nothing I can do about it. You, you got to get a ticket. And I was like, all right. So he asks me for my driver's license as they do. Yeah. And I looked at, I put my head down and I was like, so uh, <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> I said, I was in a rush because I got a photo shoot and like I was about to be on the farm. You see the farm right there? I live on that farm. And I just, I was trying to catch the sunlight. And then I thought I'd get a coffee and I grabbed the wrong purse. I was in like such a panic and a rush. And I do have a driver's license. It's just not in this purse. Right. And he, that's what he said. Right. <laughs> he goes, is it valid? I said, yes, it's solely valid. And he goes, I also noticed your sticker on the back of your car. Oh, God. Martin, he goes, you're a wreck. What's wrong valid? with you? I said, no, no, it's valid. My boyfriend paid for all my tickets. <laughs> I said, my boyfriend paid for all my tickets. And I just, I don't have the sticker yet. And he's like. Okay, your boyfriend paid for all your tickets. And I'm like, shit, Melanie, shut up. Stop <laughs> talking, Stop Melanie. Talking. 
Oh, so he's 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 being very nice through this, though. And he's like, um, OK, so do you have a registration, you know, for your car? And I was like, yes, that I have. That for sure. I have. And I have insurance. You're the so worst. I open my glove box and literally it's like in a movie, you know, like all the receipts and everything just come flying out. I looked at him. I'm like, I'm just a bit of a mess, but I'll find it. So <laughs> I'm rummaging through it. I've got like 5,000 insurance papers from years that have like my ex's name on them. Like they're oh, like a hundred years old. I just haven't had a chance to clean it out. So I find, I finally find the right ones and I'm like, here you go. Anyways, super nice police officer. And I was wearing a very boobsy shirt. Mm. Um, so he came back like 15 minutes later and he said, well, I, uh, I got to give you something. And I said, okay. And he goes, I'm not going to give you the seatbelt ticket because that's really expensive. Mm. And it's a lot of demerit points. But he said, I am going to give you a chintzy ticket. That's what he, the word he used. Chintzy. Yeah, and I was like, what is that? A uh, choice of, of words. All. Right. I don't even know what that means. And I was like, all right. And uh, he goes, uh, for $100 for not showing me your, your driver's license. So I was like, okay, okay, thanks. <laughs> I appreciate that. But I drove no, away. No points, no nothing, no. No points, no nothing. And uh, I drove away. And I'm, I'm, I'm still thinking, like, this is all happening, and I'm still in a rush, and I'm still, like, nervous because, you know, cop comes to your car, you're nervous. Sure. And yeah. I'm like, uh, I still got to get my coffee, though. So I went into the drive-thru and I got my coffee and he's still on his bike writing whatever he's writing. Yeah. And he kind of looked over at me like, sure, you're in a fucking rush. Like, <laughs> I was like you're such an idiot. I still yeah. went to get my coffee. But he uh, has to have expected by this point, you're late for whatever you're going to. He's held you up. So know. why not get the coffee? Yeah. I don't know. But either uh, way, I, I kind of feel, I kind of felt like it kind of got off, you know? Yeah. But Kind of you not. totally you totally got off. Yeah. You know, I find that despite my feelings for, you know, policing in general, mm-hmm. you know, occasionally you'll get like a nice cop. Yeah, like I got pulled over on on Don Mills going too fast up the hill towards the science center. Mm-hmm. And uh, the cop put his cherries on and I immediately pulled into the, the shell station, mm-hmm. like immediately pulled in and pulled right to the side rolled my window down, had my license and registration ready because my name's not Melanie Martin and my seatbelt was on and everything. And I handed it to him. I'm like, I was going too fast, wasn't I? He's like, yeah, you were. And he said, let me go back and check these things. And he came back and he's like, I really appreciate you pulling over and not making this hard on me. Have a good day and let me go. Oh my God. That's such a win, man. Yeah, I think good for you. I think if, if you, if you cannot be a jerk yeah. or not come off mm-hmm. anything other than calm and compliant, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're likely to, you know, be able to just get out of there. And when, when those things happen to me, I'm just like, just behave and get out of here. Don't do anything yeah. to, yeah. you know, instigate any sort of reaction. Don't be yeah. too desperate. Don't be, don't be angry. Don't yeah. just be cool. Do the things yeah. that you've learned to do. Hand it to them. Keep the window down. Mm-hmm. Keep your hands on the wheel. All those things, and they're normally yeah. pretty cool. I've had other guys. Another guy at Christmas time. I blew through a. I rolled through a stop sign. Didn't blow yeah. through it. I rolled through it, and he pulled me over. And I'm like, 
you know, we're like a week away from Christmas. Can you, oh. is there any, can you have a heart? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, all right. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. It's I wouldn't, not even, all be, the I wouldn't time. even be able to ask for that. I would be all, I don't know. I'd feel, I don't know why I'd feel weird. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not, but you, all right. Okay. I know. I just, I just kind of sit and hope for the best. Like, I don't even really, like, I don't even really apologize. The, the last time I got pulled over, uh, when my license was actually, I guess, suspended or whatever, mm. um, because I hadn't paid for a ticket. This was years ago. Oh. And I didn't realize I didn't pay for the ticket. It was after, you know, it was a crazy time in my life. You know, things happen. And uh, envelopes were being sent in all kinds of different addresses because yes. I just didn't really have a, a home. We, and so I, I forgot. We all made that it. journey with you, Melanie. We know what Man, we're talking about. I know. This is really sounding sad. You know that time when I was homeless and I couldn't remember the time? I wasn't really. But, you know, I just it was a wreck. And yeah. um, he pulled me over. And for, I don't know, I can't remember. I think I ran a yellow or a red. Ad. And um, when he pulled me over, he, he came back and he goes, do you know your license is uh, suspended? And I was like, what the fuck like no i'm like why and then he tells me you got an unpaid ticket and so he said you can't drive anywhere like he wasn't he was nice but he was like yeah. firm yeah and he's like you have to pull your car over i said well i can't pull my car over i'm in the middle of doing something i gotta go somewhere and he's like melanie you can't drive you need to pull your car over i was so pissed so like, you have to pay for it right there no, I he I wasn't even able to do that. I had to go down to the court oh. and pay for it. Blah, anyway, but I said to him at the end, like after he did all his shit, I'm still yeah. like pissed. I was like, why don't you go catch some bad guys? Oh, snap. <laughs> I was so mad. Like, I was just so mad. Like, I'm I'm like, there's other bigger things going on. <laughs> you think you're stopping me for something stupid and now you ruined my whole day. Uh, anyways. But did yeah. you like the attention? No. No? All right. No. Because some people will be like, all right, all that. But, you know, at least yeah. a handsome cop kind of paid me some never you mind. No? No. <laughs> no. I'll be honest. Whenever I get pulled over by, by a female cop, my mind immediately goes to, you know, yeah, it goes there. Adult It movies. does. Yeah. <laughs> it does. I'm like, ah. And then immediately I'm like, oh, it's not going to go that way. Yeah. I yeah, won't no. have to fight her off. Yeah, no. Yeah. Never never had I would I've never had that dream. No thanks. Well, for you it's always construction workers. Yeah. With British or accents. Or firefighters. <laughs> but never cops. Isn't that yeah. weird? Never a cop. Yeah. Because they can get me in trouble. You know, they make me spend my hard earned money on stupid tickets. That's true. <laughs> it's all their fault. <laughs> Hey, speaking of uh, men in your life, your uh, fiance, sh you, sorry, your oh, Freudian fiance. slip, your boyfriend, slow down, yeah, your boyfriend uh, Shane posing yeah. in his uh, his kimono, yeah, man kimono. Uh huh. Is, well, they're all is, unisex. I wanted to ask: Is it Obi Wan inspired? Is that is it? Because it really looks like a Jedi getup. It doesn't look like a Jedi getup. It, it's one hundred percent. Check out Avocados and Tequila, everybody, on Instagram. You'll see Shane dressed up like Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Okay. He looks it's great. Tulum inspired, by the way. And Tulum? Uh, 
yeah, if you look up man ono or man kimono, uh, yeah. you'll get a lot of really sexy men wearing pretty hot kimonos on the beach. JJ just doesn't know the style. I will because I'm I'm gonna get one. I'm gonna get an Obi Wan Kenobi outfit. You, okay, you should but call you're them that. Add in stupid things like a lightsaber and shit. You should that. you uh, listen. You should you should market it as the Obi Wan kimono. I probably won't. Obi Wan kimono. That's a great name. I'm not going after that demo, man. It's it's what? not my jam. No. That that's the number one demo out there. You want to see how billions, how many yeah. billions of dollars Marvel is making, or I'm Disney's sure. making? Yeah. yeah. Jedi's. It's where it's at. Halloween's coming. Make them in my different sizes. Are not for Halloween. Make them in different sizes. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> Forget about it. Hey, speaking everybody, of let her know she could no. make out like a bandit. I'm not this Halloween it. selling Jedi costumes. It's an it's an actual fashion brand. Yes. Yeah. So no, we, we don't do Halloween. We're not like Fashion Nova. We maybe we're Halloween maybe costumes. we're catching up with the Star Wars. This this universe is catching up with the Star Wars universe. Mm. Get on it before the trend gets ahead of you. Everybody yeah. next year is going to oh. be dressing like Jedi's. I'm telling you. Okay. Well, perfect. That's that's fine. I'll miss that trend. I'll, I, it's no problem. You remember when we had that guy once tell us about Twitter? And we were like, ah, yes. this guy and Twitter, <sighs> Twitter. give us a break. It's not yeah. going anywhere. And then like yeah. immediately Twitter blew up. And then we're like, that guy was right. Yeah. This time I'm that guy. Uh-huh. Everyone within the next year, post-pandemic fashion will be Jedi wear. I feel like we started the episode with how wrong you always are. And now you're, <laughs> stop it. Well, I'm wrong about things you could be wrong about. But I'm not wrong about this because we have no idea, right? Uh-huh. Like yeah. maybe it isn't gauntlet. Maybe it is gamut, Yeah. right? So that's Someone an, an absolute know. wrong or right. But with this, yeah. it, could, it could definitely play out that way. I can see it. Your man looks fantastic in it. That's why he I'm does. saying it. I'm not saying it because it's ridiculous. Like a Jedi. He doesn't not look like a Jedi or a <laughs> samurai, a Jedi or a samurai. And if you know your Star Wars lore like I do, you will know that uh, uh, George Lucas was inspired by the samurai movies when he was oh, making okay. yeah. Star Wars. So really, mm-hmm. it's samurai wear. Kimonos, samurai, it's all Japanese. Yeah. I'm telling you. All right, thanks. See how I, I'm bringing it back full it's circle true. here. I I do, yeah, I get it. I think he kind of looks like Jesus in it. Right. Samurai Jesus. <laughs> He's got a Jesus vibe with the bun, the hair bun. Give and, give yeah, him a big a with the bunny with a big sword. He'll look just like a samurai. <sighs> Google samurais. You'll see no, exactly. What, you'll be like, you. holy shit! Listen, it's going got, back to my, where is he? No, he just walked in. I think from work. Hi, baby. Um. It's going back to money, though, for a second, can we talk yeah. about Elon Musk and what he's doing with this perfume? Have you seen this whole thing? No. Oh, my God. Listen, we got to stop. We have to stop being dumb. Really? So Elon Musk dropped this perfume. It's called Burnt Hair like two days ago. Oh, it's called Burnt Hair. And on the website, it is um, described as a musk. An and Elon smells, Musk? Yep. And it smells just like leaning over a candle at the dinner table, but without all of the hard work. Dumb. Hmm. It's stupid. 
Dude, in a couple of hours, 10,000 bottles purchased. That's a million dollars. And in well, a couple hours more, he updates it and he's like, we're at $20,000 or 20,000 perfumes. That's $2 million. Then he changed his name on Twitter to Perfume Salesman. Then he's like, he's, I know, he's totally like, you know, making fun of people for actually purchasing his cologne. Why are we doing this? Why are we buying things like this? Because $100 on perfume because Elon Musk's name is on it. He, why? Listen, I'm telling you, I said, I said this a long time ago. He might as well be a supervillain. Mm-hmm. He might as well. He's a billionaire. Mm-hmm. He is clearly finding pleasure in making people look and totally. feel stupid. He's and trolling people. He's trolling he, people with memes about it. To- totally. And he, did you see his robots that he came up with? Yeah. Oh. The I new think. Tesla robots? Yeah. No. Not a. Holy mm. shit. Dude, mm-hmm. that yeah. is terrifying. Mm-hmm. He's getting ready. And mm-hmm. we're like, people are cheering him on like he's. A great dude. He's not going to be a great dude when he turns all these robots on and they turn on us. I've been saying it for years. Turn on to robots before they turn on to you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they're, But they're going to smell fabulous, that's for sure. Do you think it's because he wants to take over the world? Like, that? that's what you mean yeah. with the robots? Oh. Yeah. I'm just terrified of them because I just feel like they're, they're no thanks, not going to happen. So he's got yeah. electric robots, electric cars. Mm-hmm. Right, he's trying to have the 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 solar battery run houses. Mm-hmm. You know the big battery packs to to run your whole house, get you off the mm-hmm. grid. If he's controlling all these things, he's got to pull that switch. Right. Yeah. Whoever controls the switch controls everything. Mm-hmm. Elon Musk is that dude. Everyone's buying into it, and they're they're buying anything he throws out there, including his mm-hmm. deodorants. Well, and I mean, it was just such an obvious play, you know, burnt hair, like calling it that. Yeah. Um, just like he's totally trolling people. And yeah, but they're buying it anyway. Yeah. What does that's that say what, about that's us? What, that's what I'm saying. Why are we dumb? Like, why, why are we like, I'm sorry if you bought it, uh, but I'm not. I just I don't understand. It's much like um, Bethany Frankel just called out. Uh, oh, I didn't hate saying their names. Ugh. Kylie Jenner right Uh, because she sold a box of lip gloss I guess for her birthday or some shit and um, it was exactly the same lip gloss already available on her website for $58 they packaged it in a new cardboard box JJ yeah a cardboard box nothing fancy nothing anything the exact same lip glosses, put them in this box and up the price to 120 bucks. Of course. So Bethany Frankel like went off because she's on a mission to take the Kardashians down. And I'm just like, go girl, Um, because I I can't anymore. And it's for that reason, because people just keep buying, but people are buying these boxes. They were like sold out. Well, you remember the girl who was your hard earned money, man. The, remember the woman last year who was farting into a jar and selling it to people? Okay, but you know, at least that's creative and that might be some sort of sexual pleasure for somebody. So I understand that. And she's just a girl. She doesn't have a lot of money, you know? Well, now some she does. May- now she does, yeah. But the but- point, point being, people will buy anything. And you know, I chalk it up to this. Here, here's what I chalk it up to. 
people aren't having kids anymore, which right. is fine, but they have all this disposable income to buy things like that, to buy things like, you know, fart in a bottle and, and, mm-hmm. and you know, things like that. And mm-hmm. just to bring it back one more time, Jedi costumes. Stop. You're ridiculous. Okay, moving on. We wanted, I wanted to talk about this whole Adam Levine thing. I know that it's like um, how many weeks late now? Um, but when that came out, JJ, what was your first thought on that? You uh, interviewed him. You got to run it past. Give me the gist of it again so I can recall what happened. Adam Levine uh, got caught. Uh, some influencers outed him on uh, Instagram and TikTok that he had been sending these like flirtatious mes- messages right. to all these Instagram models and TikTok models. He's married. He's got a kid on the way. One of them, he said, can I actually name the baby after you? Not after you, but right. like he wanted to use her name, uh, Sumner or whatever it is, which is it is a great name. But um, anyways, she exposed him. And then they all came out and exposed him for all yeah, of his I, messages I, that he's been sending them. And the first thing I thought like was like, duh, JJ and I interviewed Adam Levine way back when we were yeah. on uh, doing the Flow Morning Show. And he was just such a jerk. Like we met, I've met a lot of, cele- he was, we've met a lot of celebrities and yeah. you know, some of them are arrogant. Most of them are pretty nice, but he was just like a jerk. Like, ugh, ugh. he rubbed me the wrong way. The whole time. Uh, I don't recall the interview like that. I recall you not being impressed, but I feel like he wasn't paying you no never you mind. I think that that it, I think that it, the, oh, the conversation that was happening was really just him and I. I think that's what was going on. <laughs> it, it's no, quite okay. possible, but that's um, not why. But you know, taking it back to the the controversy yeah. at hand, you know, I liken this to uh, everybody on the planet. You know. Instagram is there to feed your attention, good, bad, or otherwise. Uh Feed your ego, feed Feed your your attention, all Uh those things. So he's just another human being, Mm -hmm. you know, and he's, you know, he's, if, if all these like good looking people are, you know, constantly throwing their attention at him and, and, you know, throwing themselves, if you will, at him, why wouldn't he, you know, cast out every once in a while? No, but he was doing he yeah. was doing the reaching out first though. But His if you Instagram if you know you're gonna get a response, why wouldn't you? Uh-huh. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. He's human. That it's funny because yeah. I do I do kind of agree with you. Like I said, the first response was duh, it's he's, he's a healthy he's male. Is. He's he's got a jerky he's got a jerky yeah. sort of air about him. Um he was talking he was talking about um how he had just gotten into yoga at that time so he was acting like he was all spiritual and shit and i was just sitting there going like oh i can see right through all of this like good grief um but you know he 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 sort of just has this thing but i think there's like first of all there's different levels of cheating i think so what he's doing on socials is he physically cheating he came back and said hey you know I didn't touch any of these women or whatever. We were just having conversations right. that I shouldn't have been having with someone. Eh, you know, I think this is like digital cheating. It's cyber infidelity. It's actually a thing. If you're wanting and flirting and having these conversations with other women, I think to some degree there's it's cyber infidelity period. 
but did you expect any less from someone like him? I'm not saying all celebrities, but you know, he's, it's exactly what you said. He's all ego. And if anything, all this did was show, I think, and serve as a prime example that no Mm. one is immune to this in life. Like, his wife, Bahati, is a supermodel. She's beautiful. Like, it's it's such a reminder of it's never about you if you get cheated on. It's not about you. It's always about the person doing the cheating. It's their fucking egos that need to be filled. And so he goes out and he's putting his little feelers out on socials. He wants women to, like... You know, jump in there and be like, oh, Adam, you're so hot. Oh, my God, Adam. He hadn't been on tour for a while, probably because of the, you know, pandemic. Yeah. He's not getting all that stuff. And that's all it okay, was. Okay, hang on one sec. Fed. I agree with some of that. It's true. But some of it I disagree with. The part where you're like, it's never about you. No. Sometimes it's totally about you. Sometimes it is. Yeah, just not because you, you, you get cheated on doesn't mean that you didn't have some part to play in it. Sometimes it does. Maybe you are a completely neglectful, non-communicative person who just has, just doesn't know how to uh, show affection the way your partner needs affection to be shown. As much as they ask and plead, you just ain't giving it up. You're in a long-term relationship with that person and they're not you're not making an effort to satisfy there. I'll say it, satisfy your partner the way they're like, could you satisfy me in this way? Kind of, you know, not asking for much here. If if you don't, and they're, you know, emotionally and physically and sexually uh, uh, neglected, I, it's totally you, you screwed up. You had one job. You should have done it. Hmm. Then you should have left as the cheater. Like you, I think you as the cheater Mm -hmm. have the decision to, to do the act. So if you go to your partner on multiple occasions and say, Hey, listen, I'm really unhappy for all of these reasons. doesn't matter what it is, but your partner comes to you. Mm. I'm so unhappy. You try to work on it. You can't really, you know, for whatever reason it is, you can't satisfy his or her needs. That person still, if it's, if that person still feels unhappy, needs to come to you as a partner and yeah. say, I can't do but this you, anymore. I need to look you, elsewhere. You need to be, you, this is, this is what creates, this okay. is the problem for me with, with cheating. This is what creates to me, um, so many mm. insecurities in people and trust issues. If someone came to me and said, if a man, if, if Ottawa came to me, Shane comes to me tomorrow and said, you know, Mel, like we've had all these things that I've talked to you about and you've been unable to fix them. So I'm either leaving the relationship or I need to like get my needs met somewhere else. At the very least, I would feel respected just as a human being that you're telling me the truth. The cheating part, if he's doing it behind my back and all that stuff, that creates Mm -hmm. long-term trust issues for my next relationship that I you have a really hard time getting past, you know? So for me, it's just, yes, I understand people both contribute issues in the relationship, but a cheater is making a decision. Yeah. I, and I agree with you. I hear you, but you're, you're, you're coming at this as a thoughtful person. 
but there are really selfish, shitty people out there who don't know how to actually care for their partner. They're right. so egotistical right. and so into themselves that they have no concept of looking after this other person, ca mm -hmm. caring for this other person. They just have no concept. And Which it's is like, is what I'm saying it, about it, Adam Levine. To me, it would be like being married to a Kardashian. You know, <laughs> you know, Kanye is doing some pretty weird stuff these days, but who didn't know that wasn't going to work? Mm -hmm. Both those people, Kanye and Kim, they're too into each other to make it work, they're too into themselves rather to, oh, to make yeah. it, to make it work. And I mm -hmm. think that social media is really driving or promoting, nurturing huh? that kind All of personality. Of all of those things. All of those things. And, you know, a lot of the uh, the criticism that uh, that other generation, older generations make of millennials is that they're that kind of person. But why wouldn't they be? Look at the mm -hmm. look at what they have for their entertainment. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All it does is tell you to be that kind of a person. All mm -hmm. it does is tell you to be successful. You got to be this kind of person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. So. And it you know, tells you be successful or you're nothing or be this or you're nothing like this. Right. So, be, but be successful on these platforms or you're nothing. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. They got you. They got you hooked. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it, it does not surprise me. Uh, I do not really like the name Sumner. It sounds made up. <laughs> uh, and to be honest with you, uh, I, I liked Adam Levine as a person when I met him. He seemed like a pretty chill nice dude um mm -hmm. but i i don't like maroon five never like oh i love maroon five that's the problem too now i'm listening to his music and it changes shit for me yeah i'm like ugh. really not not that i'm surprised but ugh. now yeah it's like it's like when you actually see the messages like in my mind when adam levine i still remember when adam levine walked in i was like oh it's gonna be one of those you know oh yeah um, just a yucky feeling. It's like, mm. you know, how do you say, like your, your gut tells you it's just, ugh. Yeah. um, but I still was like, oh, I still love them. And I still think he's hot and you know, whatever. But when you actually see evidence of his behavior and like, just so it's so typical, you know, like hit up the Instagram models. Ugh. like you couldn't even be original. You know what I mean? Like, well, what would be, what these, would be original? I don't know, like a girl at a supermarket fuck. Like, I don't know. It had to be Instagram models. Like, I love the way you shake your booty. I love that lower back tattoo. Like, oh, I feel like it's from the same playbook, you know? Just good grief. At least something. some Something different. Yeah. It's just so typical. Like, ugh. And now you can't listen to Maroon 5 tunes the same way? No, I don't hear it the same way. You know, it's no. not that I can't listen to it, but I just now, I like, I can't hear it the same way. Speaking of such things, <laughs> speaking of not being able to see things the same way, have yes. you seen the biopic Blonde about Marilyn Monroe? Mm -hmm. I started watching it and I didn't finish it. Dude, I know it's I was on Netflix. To do that as my homework. I'm sorry. It's my my pick of the week, uh, starring mm -hmm. Anna Diarmas uh, as Marilyn Monroe, mm -hmm. and uh, it's kind of a a trippy psychological in the mind of Marilyn kind of thing. Um, it's a, a Brad Pitt produced biopic. 
and it's it's Brad Pitt really, produced that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really a it's really a trip, and it really por- uh, uh, portrays a person really dealing with Hollywood in the fifties. We know what it's like in twenty twenty in twenty twenty. Everything mm-hmm. that we know about casting mm-hmm. couches and Weinstein and whatnot. Imagine what it was like when those things weren't even, no one was attempting to put those things in, in check back then. Mm-hmm. And she had to deal with all that stuff and just the mental uh, and emotional turmoil that she must have gone through. They really like paint it really well. It is not a happy story. Mm-hmm. It's a feel bad movie, but it's yeah. so good. So well done. Uh, Anna D.R. Moss, I think I'm saying her How name does right. How feel bad movie become so good? Well, it's like the Joker, right? The Joker wasn't a feel good movie. That was feel bad. Most horror, like most horror movies, some- I was going to say, are all feel bad at, at the end of the day. You know, like you don't walk mm-hmm. away being like, "I feel uplifted." <laughs> mm-hmm. You feel like shitty. Well, I'm asking that because it's it's had a lot of backlash. That yeah, movie. people don't yeah, like a it. A lot of people are not happy about it, like for fetishizing violence against women. Um, you know, uh, and uh, you know, women who go through what they're going through, like what she went through. Yeah. Um, you know, just and it's I, I true. Don't... Like we, I feel like there's a lot of that. You know, um, just the parts that I saw, I was like, oh yeah, I don't really want to see this. Hmm. I yeah. I think that it the explicitness of it, mm-hmm. and what seemed gratuitous. I I and what people are calling gratuitous anyway, I feel like it was actually pretty valid and it, it paints an accurate picture. They're not trying to candy coat it. Yes. She was, you know, she was raped and, 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 uh, she went through a lot of, you know, uh, abuse and, 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 uh, and was torn apart by the press constantly. And you know, the song candle in the wind, Elton John sings all about her. That's, I've always loved that song. And it just, to me, this is like an extension of that song. It's like, here's an actual human being who was thrust into this iconic status, but paid dearly for it with her, her, uh, her heart and soul and, and, and mind. And it, to me, it just really painted a, a really uh, accurate and accurate. I mean, I didn't know her, but it, it, a vivid, at least uh, portrait of, of a person that, uh, mm-hmm. That would you know be in that position at that time in, in the fifties. Mm-hmm. I don't. Know. I thought it was really really good, really well acted. I don't understand. I honestly don't understand why it, why it's got lambasted uh, by the critics. Well, I think um, it's what I said because there's a lot of uh, we we have this all the time in entertainment. Uh, it's it is a fetish to watch women go through it. It's what's like, it's like it's like we're here for your entertainment, right? Uh, you know, it, it's it that's really what it is and. I think, I mean, I'm, I've heard a lot of people say that it's also not accurate. I don't know, like, I don't know the details, so I can't really speak on that. Mm. Um, but it's like an idea of what it would be like. Mm. I'm not quite sure that any of, some of it is factual, but I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive there's a lot of stuff that's just sort of made up in there as well. So just, I don't know, look into that. I've just heard some stuff about it. I just can't speak on it. Right. Um, but I, it's, I, it's I, my recommend for the, for the yeah. week. If you haven't seen it, yeah. I would say uh, it's you know definitely a, a PG, it's rated PG seventeen, which I didn't know was a thing on yeah. Netflix. But uh, well, it's not, not for the your only kids, one because sure. I mean, there's two sides of the argument on that movie. Like 
like I said, there's a lot of people who love it, and uh, it is getting a lot of backlash. I don't yeah. have a recommend this week. What? Um, I know I have a I have an unrecommend. Don't watch the the Dahmer special oh, or no. whatever that is on Netflix. No, nope. you no, know, just don't watch it. The families are upset. You know? Oh, it's really? Traumatized. Yeah, man. Like, I, and understandable. It's re-traumatizing them, and it's yeah. like for our entertainment, so Netflix can make money. Uh, yeah. You know, well, or, Netflix or should do the right thing and pay the families. That's what I said. I'm like, look, I mean, if you're going to do this, ask them first and make sure and pay them fucking handsomely. Yeah. I, I, I just know a lot of them are not happy. Like they're taking to social media saying, hey, like this is re-traumatizing us. Like, yeah. You know, and it, it puts me in that like I can't even imagine. And secondly, why would you want to watch it? Ugh. Why do you yeah. want all like negative shit in your head? Yeah. Watch that, rainbows that, and butterflies, man. <laughs> to like, to me good. that to me that that's something that I I definitely could not watch. And no, it's probably yeah. all based in in fact, but that is like Ugh. Ugh. Well, Ugh, did you see indeed. the side-by-side -side video of um the sister of one of the murder victims in in trial, she was giving her victim impact statement. No, I I don't know and anything then, about this. I I that when that yeah. story was happening, I was like, nope. Too, yeah. too, I don't like one. I, seriously, I don't want to mm. know. <laughs> yeah, that's too messed up. Yeah. That's like that movie, uh, 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 The Exorcist. Yeah, you know, it's like, no, nah, I don't want to know. Mm. I know it's, mm. you know, part. It's based on some factual stuff. Mm. It's like I don't want to know what's real, what's not real. I'm good. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to know. Yeah, I don't watch that, and I don't watch scary movies. I always think like this time of year, leading into Halloween, that like maybe I want to get in the mood a little bit and like nah. possibly watch something scary, but I don't do it. I can't do it. No, I just I can't sleep forever afterwards. Just rainbows and butterflies. That's where it's at. <laughs> how are you doing? I know you got to go because we we've been going on, but I want to know how you're doing because I know you had some big life events. Um, do you have time yes. to talk about it or another? Oh thing? yeah, uh, really quickly, uh, we we ended up finding a uh, a, a great uh, ranch for mm -hmm. our dog mm -hmm. Ebony uh, out in um, Bancroft, mm -hmm. which you know you always hear when when you meet somebody and they're like, "Ah, oh, I'm from Bancroft." You always like, "Wow, oh, that's really far, Bancroft." It is really far. Is it? Bancroft is far. <laughs> It's like four hours away. From Hamilton? From Hamilton. Oh, wow. So anyway, uh, we uh, went out to Bancroft. We we did this whole online interview thing and back and forth. And we felt comfortable taking the dog out there. And, and we did. And we got there. And it was a, uh, uh, a trainer who is just so invested in, in animals. And she has like a huge property. And there's a lake on the property. And the thing with with Ebony, our dog, was that uh, she could she could never be around other dogs, and you never knew when she was gonna ha, ha, snap and, and bite at you. And uh, she kind of I was all all the way there up to Bancroft. I'm like, please, Ebony, don't turn and snap at this lady. And she totally did. And the lady oh. was like, Oh no, you don't. And put Ebony in her place. And Ebony laid down and did one of those rub my belly. I'm sorry. Kind of oh, moves like submitted. instantly, instantly. Wow. Um, so we felt very comfortable and she was like, Ebony is going to be fine. We, I have a lot of uh, uh, faith in this dog. She's a great set of breeds, but she's a set of breeds that need a very specific environment. 
and we can totally provide that here. And she's been sending us pictures of Ebony swimming in the lake. Ebony playing with other dogs. She has Aww. a couple other dogs, and and Ebony is is thriving. So uh, we feel I, I feel very good. The whole family feels very good and uh, and relieved uh, and that uh, Ebony is is in a better place. It's better for her and it's better for us. Um, mm-hmm. We feel like we were just a stop along her journey and mm-hmm. uh, and she's she's where she's supposed to be. And I'm not just saying that to make myself feel better because she wasn't doing well here. She yeah. was not, to use the term that I can't stand, her best self living with us. And, yeah. you know, Susie was worried that my daughter would be, you know, devastated and broken. And I'm like, our daughter isn't like a, you know, a, a broken bird here. She's not. She's she's strong and she understands and we she has loving parents. It's not like we're giving the dog away and she will not feel love anymore. She is mm-hmm. like totally surrounded by by loving people. There's a dog next door. Our neighbor is, is great. I'll shout her out, Jessica. She's dynamite and she has a big old lab and she's like, come over here. I'll pay you 20 bucks a week. You can walk my lab around the corner, spend time with him and... And so yeah. my daughter's doing that. So it's it's all worked out. We're very, very happy. Right. It really is a happy, happy ending to what could have been a very sad story. So yeah. But it wasn't easy for you. You you went through it for a few days there. I I took it the hardest, Martin. Yeah. I could not believe it. Mm-hmm. Because we brought her up there and I, I felt good about what we were doing. Mm-hmm. But damn it, when we walked out of that office, mm-hmm. she was playing. And the lady said, just walk, just leave. Like, like everything's cool. Like nothing's going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we did. And as I walked out the door, she stopped playing and sat up at the door and looked at me like, where are you going? And that was the last I saw of her. And in the hour, hour and a half that we were in that office with her, yeah, I never said, ah, you're a good pup. You're a good dog. You've been a good dog. I never oh. said, thank you. I never like anything. Mm-hmm. And it's only like in hindsight on the way home, I'm thinking, shit. Yeah. She was like yeah. really good. Like she had some issues, but she was like a really good dog. She was like really good. Like she was so smart and good looking, smart and good looking. Oh. Uh, except she had, you know, the biting, issues. The bite, the biting and, and attacking issues. Yeah. Um, but anyway, for whatever reason, I, and I think it ties in probably with, other things in my life, other losses that I've, I've had in my life, which I won't get into here because I don't want to start yeah. crying. But um, I think it, it touched on on some of those things that uh, had not been addressed in me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I will address. Yeah, those well, you know, I mean, that's the thing, right? Like you said, she you were a stop along uh, her journey and yeah. uh, they always like guys like i said to you it's a kind of as cliche as it can get but i mean they're here to teach us something you know yeah. they always do they always do good or bad whatever situation you have with dogs man yeah. i really firmly believe of all creatures yeah they teach you something about yourself that you need to know yeah. so if it brought up something for you or just you know just even hearing that like you know for your daughter you know it's it's a difficult thing for her but yeah she does have all this love and she is going to be okay. And it's yeah. not the end of the world. You know, she's not a broken bird. She will not she's be not in therapy for bird. this. Yeah. Yeah. When she's, when she's older, she's going to be yeah. fine. Yeah. So, well, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. That, uh, Ebony is thriving. 
Yeah, she's thriving. And it's nice that uh, we're able to get, you know, these regular updates and we know they're not like kicking her or anything anything like that. She seems to be doing well. Awesome. For sure. Cool. High five all around. All right. Where can people find you? You can find me on social media at Toronto JJ. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I don't post much. I don't post opinions because a lot of my opinions are unpopular. So I don't post opinions. Uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram again at Toronto JJ uh, and check out the block on CBC Music. I produce that show. Um, yeah. Angeline Tedawayo is uh, is the host, and it's uh, it's a great show She's that I'm very proud fantastic of. Fantastic at what she does. Yes, she is. And you? Um, I'm here. You know, on where uh, can we get <laughs> our Jedi costumes? You can get. Stop it. <laughs> Party uh, City can- and. <laughs> Uh, you can follow me, of course, on Instagram, unfiltered with Melanie, and then my personal at Melanie Martin. The first E is a three, mm. and um, you know, you get your, this podcast. You know where you got it now. You listen, you know, wherever you listen to it. Yeah, and on the Dean Blundell Network, of course. Well, thanks everybody. Thanks, JJ. You're welcome. Have a good one. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know? And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.